on today's The Witching Minute, Kevin, I wanted to highlight, do you remember this was an anime that actually came on Fox Kids, like, in the 90s, and I became addicted to it. I watched through it multiple times. This is a character from Escaflone, or the vision of Escaflone. Have you heard of this? I do not. This episode really reminded me of one of my favorite episodes from Escaflone because it all has to do with like destiny and like changing destiny. And I love that concept as a kid and I still do to this day. This is a character named Falcon. He's kind of like witch adjacent. Like he doesn't have magic himself, but he uses like technology to do magic. And there's an episode where they know if two of the characters fall in love, then it will only strengthen them. So they like do this whole experiment where they like pull them apart, like change destiny so that she loves somebody else. And it's such a good episode and I love it. And I can't wait to talk about this episode with you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I mean, I mean, you saw my reaction last week when when I got to the title. Yeah. (laughs) I freaked out. And you got a text from me. <laughs> I, I did. Now, because you, you understood why my freak out. Yeah. Hello. Nice to see you again. Mm-hmm. You put some clothes on. And you know what we did? We saw a fairy and she was very cute and she was sparkly and she was really, really pretty. It gets better, better, better. Hanging. With the Hollowells. Wasn't that fun? Hello, oh. and welcome to this week's Hanging with the Hollowells. My name's Sean, I'm the ultimate charm newbie. <laughs> and I'm Kevin, the ultimate charmed expert. I forgot we didn't do that yet. That's okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, let's talk about this episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so the episode in question is Via Con Leos, which aired on. November 27, 2005, written by Cameron Litvak, directed by Janice Cook Leonard. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into the story. So, Leo is showing Piper an old truck like the one he used to have. She pretends to care until she hears how much it is. (laughs) Leo tells her this is his chance to start over. Piper gives in. She's already regretting her decision when she sees death creepily staring at her in the street. Oh, what an opening. I know. And it's Simon Templeton again. That's exciting. Temple Men. Temple Men. Temple Men. That's right. Right. (laughs) But yes, and I didn't want to give it away. I was trying to say nothing about this episode. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you did it. (laughs) Because, uh... All I said was like it was my like one of the best of the season. That's all I said. Hopefully, yeah. I didn't disappoint. Okay, um, <laughs> but yeah, do you know what kind of truck that was? Because I don't. I feel like feel like if you were a car guy, you might know. Um, I actually am not really a car guy, even though my dad did his best to try to make me a car person. Like <laughs> I'm so bad that when whenever I meet someone new or like ride in somebody's car, my dad's always like, "What kind of car was it?" And I was like red (laughs) okay okay so you threw me off because my my brother is a huge car person he can see he can look at a car and tell you exactly what it is um wow but there you go i have to yeah there's been times i've even said like okay commit to memory it's this kind of car and then i go to tell him and i already forgot because i just my brain is like this is useless information you don't need this is the car next minute i don't need this (laughs) yeah Unless this is a charmed character, I guess it is a charmed character. I probably should know it. I have I have all the other cars. I have other I have models of all the other cars that the sisters had. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. So I need to add this to my collection. Once I add it to my collection, then I'll never forget. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you know it's funny. So, yeah. There was a really quick moment where I was like, "Oh my god, Leo standing in black in the street!" And then it like came in closer. I was like, "Oh, that that be death. That's not Leo. That's death." Yes, the angel of death has returned. Mm-hmm. There <sighs> we go. Back at the manor, Piper regales Paige with her tale of seeing death in the street. The angel of death in the street. Piper tries to convince herself and Paige that death's appearance doesn't mean 
anything. Not at all. We should never be concerned about this. (laughs) (laughs) Paige tries to use Piper's tail as an excuse to not have to go out with Henry. (laughs) Ta-da. Yeah, it's funny. She's still, like, resisting this Henry charm for some reason. I know. (laughs) She just wants to play hard to get to make sure he's really interested. Is that what it is? Yes. Well, because, like, I mean, you can see there's all kinds of weird miscommunications that happen later. So it's just like, we need to know what's happening. We need confirmation of what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At magic school, fucking Billy and Phoebe are waiting for someone. Phoebe gets a phone call in the pocket dimension. Great service. Phoebe admits that they are waiting for the demon that took fucking Billy's sister. Piper tells Phoebe about death just as the demon shows up. Fucking Billy confronts him as he turns into Demon Kruger and Crossbow McGee shows up and attacks <laughs> Billy and then escapes. I made note of the uh, Phoebe. She's like, you know, great reception here, which is exactly the same kind of thing she said in Scryhard last season when she was down in the caves, you know, with Zanku's people. She's like, oh. hey, the great reception down here. You get great service, you know. So I was like, huh. She's really What provider do you think she has? I don't know. Who was popular at the time? I think Verizon was big then. They were. That's true. I didn't have a phone back then, so. (laughs) Yeah. I used to work for Verizon. Kevin never worked for Verizon. (laughs) Oh. Um, Oh, in the last season, scene two with Paige, I wanted to make a note that I love how Piper is self-aware of her neurosis. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because she's she knows she's like i'm always waiting for something to complain about i'm always going to complain about the next thing and she's just like yeah that's just me deal with it <laughs> i know i love that too yeah it's good at least she knows mm-hmm. <laughs> Paige is at her date making small talk it's revealed that henry is a foster child and knows nothing of his family. She can have a little bit of... Can she, I mean, not quite, but she can probably understand having a little bit of a disconnect. Okay, interessant. <laughs> Henry splits the check with Paige. Ouch, Paige. She's like, oh, I thought this was a date. She's like, it's like, you're, it's like you have his 14, 50, whatever. <laughs> like, she's like, what? <laughs> Piper calls to check on Paige and warn that Phoebe is pouring herself putting herself in danger at a very inopportune time. Paige angrily throws down a 20 and leaves. Wow. (laughs) So what are your feelings on this? Like, should Paige be hurt that he wanted to split it? It's, It's hard because we know the explanation later, but I think... If it was me, I would have been hurt because... And I think as an audience member, we're hurt too because we're to expect that it's a date. You know, what yeah. else, like, what would you, I mean, would you just two friends hanging out? It doesn't seem like that type of thing. So, yeah, because I necessarily, I don't think that, like, the guy should always have to pay. But I agree with Paige, though. She's hurt because he's the one who asked her mm-hmm. to lunch. So, yeah, he should be the one that's like, I asked you, I'm going to pay. Right. So, yeah, we see we get this idea that, like, well, she does want more from him, even though she's resisting it. So that's why she's hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I actually have a cousin who did this to a girl who happened to be at my t- at Chris's sister, my ex-husband. Oh. My cousin asked her out. They went out and, like, she already wasn't that into him because he's kind of weird. But <laughs> later he told me, well, yeah, like... <laughs> He made this excuse that, like, women want to be treated as equal so they can pay half the check. I'm like, oh, girl. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. All right. Piper is frantically looking for Leo in the garage. He's working on the truck. Piper overreacts to Leo's safety. Leo tells Piper to shut up and loosen up. Piper kisses him passionately and exchanged an I love you, just in case. So sweet. It is, yeah. She's, I like the way they're setting up Piper here that, like, she's trying to be skeptic because she doesn't want to believe, but, like, she knows. She mm-hmm. knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. And we see the garage. Look at that garage for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mentioned the garage in my Halloween Manor episode, and you're like, what is the garage? And, and now you get to see it. <laughs> now I got to see it. Mm-hmm. Back in the attic, Piper calls for death. He shows up. <laughs> he says he was trying to... <laughs> yeah, as you would expect... He says he was trying to throw Piper a salad by showing up. I was warning you, giving you a chance to say goodbye. Death warns that Leo's time is up. Piper tells Death, no, you are not taking Leo. <laughs> Death says she doesn't have a choice and that she should spend her remaining time with Leo wisely. Piper casts a spell to hide Leo from Death. Piper hears a noise from the garage and goes to check on Leo. He's fine. Leo gets a call. It's Paige. All the dudes look like Leo. This was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the part you guessed correctly <laughs> last week. Yeah, that there'd I'm be like, multiple like, Leos. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you'll see multiple Leos, you'll kind see. of. <laughs> <laughs> and this is... There's a spell here. Oh, yeah. Do you want to to hide it? someone from the angel of death. Hide him from sight so I might fight. Ignore which leaves bereft, my husband from the angel of death. I like this one. It's kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. I know. And then she, like, she used the word bereft. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my, oh. my titular <laughs> wordage. I love it. You <laughs> <laughs> would say titular. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I really, once again, I really love Simon Templeman as Death. Like, he just, he's such a good actor. But on top of that, I love how Death has come to kind of, like, respect the sisters and, like, respectfully come and warn them. Yeah, and he says, he's like, I don't normally do this, but I've started to like you girls after all this time. <laughs> like, after, yeah. you know, I've been seeing you enough. And you were, like, kind of my assistant back the, back in last, last year, you know, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it's cool, too, because death is always seen as such a bad thing in American culture. Like, whereas in Mexico, it's, like, kind of just accepted and, like, celebrated. So Mm -hmm. I like that the show presents death as, like, he's not evil. He's just doing his job. It's nine to five. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I also, Uh, I like the way he death burgered out and, like, there was a skull. uh And that's coming back from last episode, too, the six feet under one. Uh, that effect, I mean, it it was effective then. It's effective now. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make me wonder, though, too, because, you know, in that episode, Pepper had to come to terms with death and, you know, re- you know, realize the importance of it and realize it's accepted. And I think she did. But now it's coming back. It's like, but except for this time, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Because, I mean, it's always going to be a hard thing. That's the thing. Like, even if you accept it and you're aware and you're knowledgeable, your emotions are still going to get the better of you when it comes to this thing. So I, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, especially for her, cause she's got the two boys. So she, she's lost so mama. much. Yeah. She's lost so much already. Mm-hmm. All these years. Uh. And just okay. to respect you, Kevin. Yes. I wrote my theory when it comes up. I had a theory, even though it may or may not have been wrong <laughs> on what I thought was happening. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. I've been waiting. I've been waiting to talk about these things. So. <laughs> You've got a theory. Anyway. Back, back at the manor. The sisters talk about the sitch. Piper is worried that they can't protect Leo forever. Anything could happen. He could trip down the stairs, Kevin. This is so final destination. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. With Kerr Smith. Yep. <laughs> With Kerr Smith. <laughs> He would never be uncharmed. (laughs) (laughs) Phoebe goes upstairs to watch after fucking Billy. Leo overhears Paige and Piper talking about him. What are you guys talking about? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) In the underworld, Reinhardt, Demon Kruger... That's the one that took Billy's sister that we saw in Kill Billy Volume 1 with his face yes, connected yes. to the camera like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, he walks up to find himself imprisoned by Burke, Crossbow McGee. <laughs> Burke was hired to keep Reinhardt quiet about taking Christy, and now he's mad because Burke didn't keep the secret. Burke knows who Billy fucking Billy is. Burke shows Reinhardt that they are surrounded by frozen people who also failed. He encases Reinhardt in carbonite without oh uh, without even saying that I, I love you I know line. What's up <laughs> with like, that? Because <laughs> <laughs> like I was gonna be like, how did you know what? I'm like, oh, this is a Star Wars thing. <laughs> 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 at least you know it is at least you know that much i know that's i, I know the thing the, him in the the silver goo thing and the yeah i remember that yeah <laughs> so you've actually <laughs> seen the movies you just don't particularly enjoy them i mean see i don't not enjoy them i just don't get a lot out of them if that makes sense okay. like i can watch them and I, I can have a good time with them i just don't get it all Okay. Okay, that makes you know, sense. Yeah, I've seen the first three. I've seen the first three. I've seen Phantom Menace, and I've seen Revenge of the Sith, and I saw the other one, the one, with, the first one with Ray. So and I saw a lot the of them. Right? Yeah, the first. That's, oh yeah, well, the four, five, six. I saw four, five, okay. six, one, three, and seven. Okay. So that's all I saw. I never saw the clone one, and I never saw. After the first Ray one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So I have a little bit of knowledge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back at the manor, Phoebe walks into the attic to find fucking Billy looking at the book. She has found Burke and is all excited. Actually, I'll steal one of your words. She has found Burke and she's all a Twitter. Ooh. Phoebe tells Billy to chill because Leo's in trouble. Fucking Billy is excited to go after Burke, but Phoebe says she can't run off while Leo is in trouble. Both sexy ladies express their concern for their fam bam. <laughs> so this, to me, really feels like a choice is being made. And, like, I feel, I guess I'll talk about it later because we're going to see more of this. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's good. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Ten. In their bedroom, ooh, Leo. <laughs> Leo is lecturing Pepper about her not telling him the truth about death, and I love. I love. He's like, it's like you take control. I'm like, oh yeah, you do love a girl who takes control, don't you, Leo? Mm. But no, but like Leo doesn't want to die, you know. Pepper encourages Leo to stay in the room and stay away from everyone till this clears up. Piper leaves the room. O M G Holly Marie. You gave it to me in this scene. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. This whole episode makes me so so many feels. And it just it's it gets it just explodes. It starts here and well it starts before, but you know, just always feeling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I remember as I was watching this, I felt like, because if, if you put one of the Charm Sisters in danger, I'm like, I don't think any of them are going to die. But I was really on this train, like, oh, my God, is it possible they're going to kill Leo? Yeah. Because especially being, like, season eight, and I feel like Leo's role in the show has been a he's, little more, he's, like, He's needed. mortal now. He's, yeah. no, he has no powers anymore. Yeah, and they just keep kind of spinning their wheels in the same storyline, saying, like, and then Piper and Leo get in a fight. And I'm like, okay, what else is coming? So I was afraid, like, we might lose Leo. Yeah. We'll talk about stuff like that at the end. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just letting you know where my head was as I was watching this. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Piper comes downstairs to find Death looking for Leo. At that instant, the pizza man comes in with Leo's face. Then the cleaner and the repairman, all looking like Leo. And last but not least, Henry Leo face shows up. The real Leo comes downstairs and leaves. Death gets frustrated and leaves. <laughs> I thought 
Leo is so smart right here. Like the way he acted like a different person and yeah. like Piper couldn't do anything to stop him. No. He's just like, <laughs> you know, get you know I'll help you out later, lady. You know, like here's the bill. <laughs> <Something Yeah. like> <laughs> <laughs> and all along he just wants to go see Wyatt. And was Chris also at school? Yeah, it was both of them were at school, you know. Okay. And I love I love when the repairman comes. He's like, Paige is like, let me show you where the grandfather clock is. I was like, that was so cute. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> it would have been funny if the repairman was like, it's okay, ma'am. I already know. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Twelve. Mm-hmm. Out on the porch, Paige and Henry, Leo, Henry Leo, face talk. Paige is Henry having Leo issues. Face. <laughs> Get your Henry Leo face on, yes. Oh, Henry Leo face. They don't face talk. They have, okay. <laughs> it's like, I think of like FaceTime, but they're like face talking. <laughs> That's what you call people now. Like, I'm going to come meet you. We'll face talk. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yes, Paige and Henry in Leo's face are talking. There you go. Um, Paige is having issues speaking to him in Leo's face. She's like, I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> and she encourages him to leave. We need to do this later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should have put this in her notes, Kevin. I forgot to mention something from last episode real quick. Oh, yes. We have to, we have to spill it and let people know the truth. Margoyles are real. <laughs> Margoyles, are, Margoyles are real. They're real things in lore. What the hell? So you can find them <laughs> in such things as like Dungeon and Dragon. So any D and D players were probably yelling at us last episode, like I know. you idiots. Margoyles are real. <laughs> I know. They're like gargoyles, but stronger and meaner, pretty much. Yeah, and they're they're more rare to come by than gargoyles, but yeah, stronger and meaner. Yes. But still, nothing like something else. <laughs> nothing like the Margoyle in the show. So it was completely wasted. But still, yeah, <laughs> I still had so we, much we fun can, doing that. So. We, we have come clean. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've come clean. We didn't. I'm sorry. We don't really play Dungeons and Dragons. Nothing against it. I just didn't know. Yeah. Although I did try Dungeons and Dragons once with a guy I was dating, and he was the worst dungeon master. Like. He expected us to know a lot of things we didn't know. And his story was like, you go through a portal and you find two portals. And we were like, okay. So we went into one of the portals. He's like, you go into the portal and find three portals. And we're like, really? (laughs) (laughs) And that's how it kept progressing. We just kept going through portals. Oh, my God. (laughs) So we got bored. (laughs) Yeah. What a crappy, you know. See, I think being the dungeon master, I mean, I played it once. And I really enjoyed it, but my cousin did it, and he's really good at it. And he really helps you understand. He really guides you through. And, you know, you need something like that. And he's a storyteller, so, yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be a good dungeon master. I think so, too. Stop it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Leo is in a cab on his way to see his sons. He pays the driver to leave. Death shows up in the back seat with Leo. He knows he's the real Leo. Death says everyone dies, then pieces out, leaving Leo to get hit by a truck. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, this made me so... Because he was just trying to say goodbye to his sons. He's like, he's like, wants to go over there, and then he gets... Uh, like, come on, you can't even give him, give him this moment. I yeah, was... he, he just needed like five minutes, that's it. Yeah. So, here's where my theory kicked in. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. Because I thought it was kind of smart. So this is when death kind of reveals that there's a greater plan. So I was like, what if Leo is going to die so that he could come back as a white lighter, Sam style? I mean, it is Sam style. Totally that. So Yeah, because the elders could do it. Yeah. I mean, he'd have to, like, suck some ass. I mean, but. (laughs) Oh, even more fun. (laughs) Because I know they were all really mad at him after last thing, but you know, 
It's it's still possible. It's a possibility. They they they've been they've been making people white layers like crazy lately. So we got Kyle, we got JD, we got you know like so. It's it's it seems to fit the the pattern. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. I guess I didn't really like completely think it through at the point because I don't know why they do that. But I thought maybe the show wanted to like make Leo more relevant again or like give him something different. Yeah. I mean, it would it would be a way to throw you off, too. Mm-hmm. So, fourteen. Okay. Paige and Piper are walking into the hospital to check on Leo. The Leo face spell has worn off. Piper, Piper's the nurse, who won't pay attention. <laughs> She's like, no. She just grabs her phone and hangs up. I'm like, oh my god, oh, right? <laughs> you'd be you'd be thrown out of the hospital if you did that. But sure. Yeah. She's like, one moment, one moment. She's like, no, right now. Talk to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then the doctor shows up and saves the day because they would have had a fight. <laughs> and the doctor tells her that Leo is getting prepped for surgery. He's close to death. Piper freezes the hospital to gain her thoughts, then asks to see Leo. Yeah, she's like, I can't handle this. I mean, yeah. And that's that would be a really nice power. She does it in the books, too, where she like she's like being so overwhelmed. She's like, I need to breathe. I need to just silence and quiet, and I need to like collect my thoughts. And it's it's very human. <laughs> it is, and it goes to show, I think just how kind of dangerous she is too. Like at least she's a good person. So she only does this to like collect herself. But could you imagine if she wanted to, she could like take out the nurse. She can get Leo out of the hospital. Like, I think it's just a reminder of how strong she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when, you know, your powers are tied to your emotions. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> In Leo's hospital room, he is in bad shape, but awake. Piper walks in and takes his hand. She tells him about the surgery and encourages him to hang in there. The doctor comes to take Leo to surgery. Piper says, I love you, but Leo gets the line wrong and says, me too. Worst Han Solo ever. Paige (laughs) feels something is off. Things like this don't just happen to the charmed ones, even though they do. Paige thinks magic is at fault and magic can fix it. This, well, I guess we should save that for later, too, because, yeah, (laughs) not everything is as it seems, Kevin. It's not what it seems. (laughs) It's not what it seems. Yeah, but this really did, like, get me thinking and make me wonder what is going on here. (laughs) Like, Especially when Paige mentions uh, magic, I was like, somebody's magicking this? Like, is that a thing? Yeah. 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 Okay. (laughs) Back in the underworld, Billy finds the carbon freezing chamber. Burke is there waiting for her. He tells her the one who hired him is ready for Billy to know about him. He attacks Billy, but is suddenly taken down by Phoebe, who makes a surprise appearance with her crossbow. Like, I thought you needed some backup. Ooh, that beeping. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> um, but it's, it's cool because, you know, there was that scene earlier where, like, um, Phoebe and Billy talk. She's like, you know, I care about Leo too, but, but Phoebe's like, but he is my family. And so, and the fact is, like I, like, I don't think I can focus on helping your sister right now when I already have some, a loved one in trouble. And so Phoebe chose Leo, but then she comes back to help her anyway. So it's like, it goes to show how much care is going on. (laughs) So I see why you prepared me for this last episode, because yeah, we are seeing very much. So, you know, Phoebe does care. Phoebe does want to help Billy and, you know, Piper understandably is so like intertwined with Leo that she couldn't care less about anybody else at this moment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I don't even know where the fucking Billy joke started. I don't remember why we started saying it, but like, I do really like Billy in this season. I think she's very fascinating, especially this new layer of like somebody very powerful, apparently like wanted her sister for some reason. Like what the hell do you want the little girl for? Mm-hmm. So I'm in it for this mystery girl. I'm excited. See, see. <laughs> 
Back at the manor, Piper confronts Death. She says Wyatt will heal Leo and asks Death what is actually going on. She feels it's not an accident. Death concedes and tells Piper to talk to those who know more about the grand design than him. Hmm. Hmm. So now we know something is actually going on. He's been ordered to get Leo for a reason. Yeah. And of course, my mind went straight to the elders. I mean, (laughs) it would be them. It would be them. (laughs) So I'm glad I'm glad I trained you well. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Do I get a treat? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Downstairs, an avatar appears before Piper. An elder shows up behind Piper, mad that she called an avatar. Piper challenges both to tell her why they won't help Leo. Because at one point or another, he fought for your causes, each of your causes, and you're going to abandon him now? How fucking rude. Anyway, the, the avatar explains that both the avatars and the elders have no way to change Leo's fate. Both tell Piper that they don't have the authority to tell Piper what's up. The elder tells Piper she'll need her sisters before she moves forward. Kevin's reacting very vehemently. Uh, oh. <laughs> this makes me so mad, though. It's like, why do they get to know things about the Charmed Ones' lives before the Charmed Ones they get to know? Like, this is affects them. This is about them. They should be informed. And these people that aren't even really in their life know get to know more about it and it makes me mad like why do these people know i'm so it's pissing me off <laughs> well and the crazy thing to me about this part and what really got me thinking is like the avatars and the elders don't have the authority i'm like who is above the avatars and the elders <laughs> yeah i think the answer we get kind of isn't as exciting as the question but it's still interesting like they don't have the authority <laughs> right it's like, what the hell? What is this? Stop. Stop being so cryptic and I, I just, it makes me so mad. So yeah, yeah, I can totally understand Piper's frustration. <laughs> well, I was like so into it because I'm like, what is you just like you said, like what is going on? Like who is after Leo for what? What is this? I know. <laughs> I wonder though, um, Piper in this scene is wearing like stark black and like drapey. I almost wonder, do you think she like dress that way on purpose to like kind of appease the avatars and be like look we fought you once but i'm like you i'm I'm hip i'm cool (laughs) i'm one of you yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we know she doesn't care about the elders and Mm -mm. she's worked with them before she doesn't have to do much to appease them right (laughs) she'd rather i mean i feel like She'd much be more on the side of the avatars over the elders because, you know, they're much better. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Paige is at the office when Henry shows up. She expresses her anger at Henry for splitting the check. Henry reveals that he split the check because we weren't on a date, honey. I never <laughs> asked you to a date. I asked you to lunch. Horny. <laughs> but there's something like there's a word that they like miss. She misheard. She's like, oh, I thought yeah. you said date. <laughs> so this is to me like very awkward for Paige because she has to like show her cards now. Like I was excited. Yeah. I thought it was a date. And he's like, I never said date. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but Henry says he was too afraid to ask her on a date. So he wanted a date too, but he chickened mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Paige asks for Henry's help to grill the dude who ran into Leo. Enter Lenny. She tells him she's a witch and orbs Lenny to the attic. She gives him a truth potion. Lenny tells Paige a bunch of nonsense that had nothing to do with the accident. In comes Piper, who tells Paige to ditch Lenny and let's get to work. So Piper's in, like, go time mode. Yeah, and Paige is like, she was so convinced that he hit Leo for some reason, that he's some demon that was, you know, assigned to kill him or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, here's my second time eating crow today where, like, he's actually just a normal guy that hit him. Well, <laughs> like, this is not my day. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you where, like, you're interested in someone, but you are too afraid to say something or make a move? 
Uh, well, I never made a move in my life. Wow. I've never asked anybody out before. Usually when I'm attracted to somebody, if I'm really into somebody, I end up running away because it's, it's too overwhelming for me. Oh, no. <laughs> so every, pretty much every encounter I've ever been in was because I was approached first or like we just started talking, you know, already about it, you know? So yeah, I, I'm a scaredy cat when it comes to like that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. When I first met Alan, we would go to uh, we went to Disneyland and we really like built up. Oh, when we go on a dark ride, we're gonna kiss. I'm gonna kiss you on a dark ride, and then we both got so nervous that we didn't kiss or anything on the dark ride, even though we had talked about it. We both got in our own heads and we yeah. just sat there awkwardly, like, "Is he gonna do it? Is he gonna do it?" <laughs> See, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, and like obviously we were into each other because we had talked about it, and it was like. After multiple times seeing each other. So I just thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Things are funny. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, that she had a truth potion. When she, We've already had a perfectly good truth spell that we've used twice already. Where did this truth potion come from? That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess story-wise, it's quicker just to say like, "Oh, and by the way, I was here." <laughs> yeah, in the in the last book, the Warren Witches, there was a short story where Graham's made a truth kind of potion and she put it in their tea. So maybe that's canon oh, with that. Yeah, even though not really, but yeah, it's it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Piper is ready to like fix this, and that's where mm-hmm. we're left off. All right. Back in the underworld, fucking Billy and Phoebe work together to threaten Burke. Phoebe is suddenly not orbed away, but summoned away. <laughs> Fizzled, light, lighted away. <laughs> I don't know what they call it. Um, Mid threat, leaving Billy with Burke. She's like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wasn't it Paige orbing her out? No. Oh. They 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 did the, they did the call a lost witch spell on her. Oh, okay. I saw that spell in the wiki, so that makes sense. Because I was like, I don't think they used it, but that makes sense. They would have used it there. Yeah, yeah. I was really mad at this part because I thought possibly the show would go a different direction, and if it did, I was gonna be like, I call bullshit. I thought because Phoebe got taken away that billy was gonna not be able to hold her own against burke but i'm like but they're in control like she she should be able to manage on her own and she did so i was happy they didn't go there nice (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm looking out for my billy my fucking billy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay back at the manor phoebe appears in (laughs) 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 autocorrect Piper and Paige tell her they're running out of time. The sisters take each other's hands and summon the Angel of Destiny. She's different from the Angel of Destiny they met before. Piper insists there's more to Leo's death and she has an Angel of Death, an Avatar, and an Elder to help prove it. Piper asks the Angel to explain why Leo has to die so that they could work together to save him and still make the same outcome happen. The angel's eyes go a lantern-y, and then she says there is one last great battle on the horizon for the sisters. One they won't see coming, and one they might not survive. Leo's death will serve as a reminder of the stakes and push them to fight. That's crazy. Did you did you recognize that clip from my podcast? I don't think so. What was Every it? Every time... Every time an ultimate power challenge comes on, I said, there's one more battle on the horizon. Oh, okay. Yes. I remember now. (laughs) And I'm trying to think. It's like, there's one more battle on the horizon for you three. One, and you kind of put it in there, but it says, uh, one unlike you've ever faced before, one you won't see coming, and one you may not survive. You know, like, yeah. so, yeah. But I love that it affected you enough to write that down. You're welcome. <laughs> you know what else I wrote down? The spell. To summon an angel of destiny. Power of three, we summon thee and call to us the angel of destiny. 
Yeah. And I you know really what? Like this one. No, it's whatever. But I have my book here open to the Angels of Destiny page. <gasps> Look at Would you like me to read it for you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because this is not on the episode thing. So I'm going to read it to you. One moment. Hmm. My, look my butt. It's fine. Oh, nice okay. butt. <laughs> it says, The ages of destiny are mysterious beings and mystics who have knowledge of all things. They serve the great cosmic forces and maintain the natural order of things. They are invisible to the eyes of all the beings of this dimension, which is why no one has ever seen one, except for the Trump ones, apparently, because they've seen two. But... but <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it says in the book. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I was looking at your butt. I try not to get too in the face, but uh, okay, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I do find it interesting though that there is the charms are powerful enough to where they could write a spell to summon the angel of destiny. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like and such a chinky little spell too. It's like you think it had to be grander than this. <laughs> yeah, there should at least be a sacrifice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay where are we 22 back in the underworld fucking Billy gets Burke to talk but the sisters show up and tell her to stop they say they made a deal with an angel and the angel and that they have to let Burke go Piper promises that they'll help with Christy later and now it's all about Leo Leo appears burgers in the place of Burke. They've agreed to freeze Leo in place of him dying. And Burke, they said Burke gets immunity from ever having to talk to them or anyone will come after him again because for helping them. Uh, they can only get him back after they fought the final battle. The angel of destiny says it's time and freezes Leo. Leo messed up the line again and says, I love you too. <laughs> Paige and Phoebe silently say their goodbyes. The angel of destiny assures Billy she will find Christy, then leaves. After the sisters leave, Burke is killed and Reinhardt with him. Oh, though, this scene. Yeah, this scene's crazy. And, like, this is what I was alluding to earlier. I just feel like the sisters have made such a heavy promise now to Billy that, like, you have to give up on your sister because we're more important. So now if they don't follow through, like obviously Billy's not going to be happy. Like she made a huge sacrifice for them. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to, you're trying to figure out if and when she turns on the sisters, aren't you? <laughs> That's what it feels like to me. It feels like she's going to like go through something with them. And it makes me wonder like, yeah, if, and when it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> And it's also crazy that this demon is so powerful that he, like, killed Burke from afar and threw him into Reinhardt. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but then, like, Leo coming up there and she's like, I have to lose you to save you. And, like, oh, the feels. I know. And I read the notes to see, like, why. <laughs> Why? Why do you spoil yourself? Why? How does it spoil? How? I wanted to know like what was going on with Brian Krause that he like was leaving the show. Yeah. I was like, you're not supposed to look at the notes. I was gonna tell you the notes. <laughs> because now you probably spoiled. The only thing I really Okay. No, the only thing I saw is like they couldn't afford him anymore. <laughs> like what the hell? I will explain that at the end. Okay. I'll explain okay. things. I'll leave it alone. Okay. <laughs> Back at the office. Paige cries for Leo as she throws herself into Henry's arms. Phoebe sadly plays with Chris and Wyatt as Piper cries by herself in the garage. The garage. Uh. <laughs> so, notes. This is... Rose McGowan's 100th episode. Ooh. I know. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Sad that it's happening when somebody's leaving, but sure. Um, (laughs) So, Brian Krause is now off the show. Um, And 
it made me very sad. <laughs> and it was because yeah. of the it's because of the budget of season eight for sure. Um they had that's why Daryl couldn't come back. Um and Leo was on the chopping block too in the beginning, but actually uh they crew members and Brad they took pay cuts to allow him to come back for at least part of the season. Wow, that's crazy. Because they knew they needed him still for at least a while. Yeah, so. that would have been weird just to have no Leo at all. Yeah. Because how would you just explain it? Like, I mean, it'd be, it'd be hard. We are like a pulling a Prue thing again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> suddenly, uh, suddenly she has a new husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the same guy that was the disguise. He's just like, this is me now. I'm Leo. Oh, <laughs> I can't turn back. <laughs> that is interesting though that like they brought in kaylee kuoko henry and like all these other characters but i guess they just probably paid them a lot less than they have to pay brian yeah and that was that was one of my biggest hardships with season eight in the beginning because i was like why are you bringing in new characters when you get rid of all the people we loved you got rid of daryl you're getting rid of leo and, and that's why i was like i kind of resented billy and stuff back when i was first watching this and and uh and i think that was part of it so as i've matured i've gone grown to love her so do you but. think that was the biggest reason because you mentioned all the way back at the beginning of the season like they basically wanted to not have the sisters in it for a bit and just be their like cloaky people do you think that's why just to like try to save budget that way maybe that was might have been a, a thing you know, because because mm-hmm. yeah, originally it was supposed to just be them entirely, and the girls weren't supposed to be in it, and um, yeah, so it's it was a thing, it was a thing, you know, because I think at this point too they were they thought they might have been done, and they were kind of thinking about what it'd been like to be done, and so having to come back. I mean, it probably was a, was uh, sure they were happy to come back for parts of it, but also they're also halfway out the door too, so it was a weird kind of mix of those things, <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I guess that's it. (laughs) In one in one scene, you can clearly see a mannequin in one of the frozen cube things. There's like a fake. That's funny. I I noticed that too. I'm like, is that a mannequin? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then in the hospital, when Piper freezes the room with everybody like taking a breath, one man is still moving. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. He's like, I didn't get the memo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So that's all the notes I have. So I guess, was it worth the wait? Oh, my glob, Kevin. Of course it is. Because, like, this was such a heavy-hitting episode. Like, I was also just very impressed with the creativity behind, okay, so if we have to write Leo out, what's the best way to do it? So I like that at least they came to this compromise (laughs) to – kind of put him on a potential hold like just pause leo for a little while maybe he'll come back maybe he won't but at least like something believable happened to him Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so it just it breaks my heart it breaks my heart because he just became human he was getting ready to start a whole new life he was getting involved in activities he was gonna have this car you know he he, he's and he talks about too he's like my first life got cut short and uh, yeah, I became immortal and stuff after that, whatever, for a while. But it's like you still – your chance at a human life keeps ending before it's, you really have a chance to really enjoy it. Yeah. And that is so hard for me. Uh, and then the fact that he didn't get to say goodbye to his sons. He went through all this. He was That's so close. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then they just have to go – they have to go it see them. It does kind of make me think that death is a little bit of an asshole because, yeah, like Leo is right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah this is one of my favorite episodes of the season and uh yeah i think it's just so beautiful and emotional and and brings up some key things so yeah i'm glad you agree <laughs> shall we uh ruin the moment with some indiscriminate judging of people <laughs> sure i'm not sure how many are in this one but sure <laughs> there's a lot, but I don't know if there's a lot that we're going to keep. This is Fuck, Mary Kill, y'all. Yeah. It's time to play everybody's favorite game. 
Alright, so first we have Lenny, played by Freddie Andrewici. Lenny. No. <laughs> he looks dirty. <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> How about Reinhardt? Reinhardt with his tattoos and the faces and the which I, I think that the drawings are on her face were really cool. I did like I did appreciate those. But no, I'm gonna kill him too. I know he like steals babies, like little kids. That's scary. I can never like support that. No. Oh, and he's played. I didn't say who they're played by. Oh, uh, Reinhardt's played by Brian Orley. Oh, I did say Lenny. Okay, we're good. Okay. All right. How about Burke, played by Darren Petty? Oh, I could I could turn to the Burke page of my Book of Shadows too, but um, no. He's not that. He's just a guy. <laughs> I just I don't not particularly attracted to him. So no, kill him too. <laughs> I thought he was good looking, but he just seems kind of petty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> petty. <laughs> All right. How about unidentified avatar played by Bianca Ciminello? <laughs> she looks like I drive. I like her hair, like a little thing on the front top and she was cute she looked a little bit like a school teacher <laughs> uh, <laughs> i just think she's kind of boring like she was cute but i think she's kind of boring so i'm gonna kill her too yeah i think just having to play an avatar like you have to look very stark and like you said kind of boring so yeah there's not much to go off of here <laughs> yeah how about unidentified elder eugene robert glazer He's old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And not, I, and I'm all for daddy types, you know, but he just he just too old looking for me and too like I don't I just can't. He's not cute to me. <laughs> yeah. All right, how about Angel of Destiny played by Denise Douse? Oh, we love her. I think she's I love her. I don't know. <laughs> I would, hmm, I'm not, I wouldn't really want to fuck her, I don't think, but I would definitely marry her because she'd probably, like, say something profound and mysterious every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, fill me with your wisdom today, Angel oh. of Destiny. <laughs> Make the lantern-y eyes. <laughs> yeah. What does my Mary list look like? Let me put her on there. How many do I have? Uh, let's see. Speed is, speed is on the 10. No, I like, I, she's not, she's not. Better than speed to me. But I thought about okay. it. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Like, she's someone I'd want to, like, keep in my life and be friends with. But she's mm -hmm. not as good as the people on my list. Yeah. All right. And historically, he has not made our list. But we'll still see if he does this time. Angel of Death, played by Simon Templeman. Oh, another profound, wonderful soul. Like, these people, I would just feel, like, so, like, saturated in the energy and ambience of them like all the time <laughs> like yeah I, I mean i would just i get really fun vibes from them so it's hard because you know you love them but it's just like not in that way <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> no i can't he's not gonna make my list yeah i agree he doesn't make my list all right, then that is our FMK listeners, Hallywag. So make sure to keep yours up to date because this is the last time we're going to be able to do this and we want to know like what your thoughts are. Mm -hmm. That brings us to the game. Do you want to play a game? Oh, do you want to play a game? Um, want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> so my game this week is... I th <laughs> it's... A Leo trivia game all about oh, Leo. Shit. I'm so scared. <laughs> um, these questions, I only picked eight questions because I figure every time I make a game, I'm going to stick with the magic number eight because that's how many seasons of Charmed there are and that's what season we're in. So I'm like, eight questions. Oh. Okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> unless, I, unless I find it somewhere else and I didn't make the game, then it will always be eight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this is a Leo trivia game. For me, this seemed really easy. I, hopefully, it's not too challenging for you because I feel like 
I tried to make them easy-ish. All right. Well, I'll do my best, Kevin. Now I'm going to feel really dumb if like I don't get anything because you're like, I mean, it's super easy, Sean, because like I have no faith in you. (laughs) Well, some of the questions do have multiple choice, too. (laughs) Okay. So, um, well, I'll give it a try. I will, unless it's required, I will not give the multiple choice until you ask for them. Okay. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. The first question does not have multiple choice. Some some questions do not have multiple choice. <laughs> so, we'll see. So, the first one. Name another episode with Leo in its title. I gave you them last week. <laughs> you did. Oh, Saving Private Leo. Yes. Or Saving Leo's Private. Yes. Season four, episode 17. So that's one of them. Correct. You could also could have said there's something about Leo or this one. <laughs> but not this one because... You, because or, 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 what, or what? Leo Rising, the book? Leo Rising, the book. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so here you go. This one has to have multiple choice because you have to eliminate one of the answers. Okay. So, which of the following is not a power ever displayed by Leo? A, hovering. B, electrokinesis. C, chronokinesis. D, aerokinesis. E, healing. There's five? Okay. And you have to eliminate one of them. Cause and he has he had a lot more powers that could have added because he did so many things. So, <laughs> um, wait, read them one more time. Hovering, electrokinesis, chronokinesis, aerokinesis, or healing. What's aerokinesis? That's kind of uh, wind and air. Floating, not not to floating, but like wind and air stuff. I should have known that because in Final Fantasy, it's arrow. Yeah, yeah. and uh, (laughs) King Hearts, wind. (laughs) Kingdom Hearts 4. Um, (laughs) I know the news. I'm going between two because I remember there's an episode where something happens, but I don't remember if it was caused by Leo. And then the other one, I can't think of him. Okay, I'm going to say. I'm going to say aerokinesis. Correct. That is the one. Yes. Because <laughs> chronokinesis was used when he does like, and you turn back time to before. So it was because of the avatar's powers, but he did have that power. Yeah. Yeah. I remembered him using the other three. It was those two. And then I was thinking like, I couldn't remember if he caused the chronokinesis, but he did. So yeah, I guess mm-hmm. correctly. Correct. Okay. Number three. Which episode did Leo first appear in? I have multiple choice if you need them. Okay, let's see. So it wasn't in something like... uh... Okay, I'll take multiple choice. Okay. Thank you for not morphing. Dream Sorcerer. The Fourth Sister. The Witch is Back. And that's episode three... Five, seven, and nine. <laughs> I'm going to say... So thank you for not morphing is episode three. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to go with that one. Correct! <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode goes through and he's not in it, but he's at the very end. Just the very end of that episode. Oh. <laughs> So oh, those early days of Leo, I had no idea he was going to become right. like a series regular. Is <laughs> right, right after they watch the Christmas tape, and then he came. He's like, "Hey, I'm here to fix your your whatever, you know." And so I'm the handyman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. What is the name of Leo's previous wife? Oh, what? Um. <laughs> Oh, wait, I think I could divine this one out of multiple choice. All right, multiple choice. I should, like, dot points for multiple choice, but no, I'm not going to. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Martha, Lillian, Lucille, Mary. 
okay, that didn't help. But <laughs> I think I remember making fun of this. Is it Martha? <laughs> no. Damn it. I don't know. You're thinking of like Superman, Batman, Martha. <laughs> your mom's name is, your, your, your mom's name is Martha too. <laughs> yeah, that was so stupid. <laughs> that is why I included it in the list. I, I hate you. You fooled me. <laughs> you preyed on my weakness. <laughs> I did. Uh, it's actually Lillian. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Number five. Which of the seven deadly sins was Leo infected with in San Francisco? Sloth. Sloth. Correct. I did not give you multiple choice on that one because I figured you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one you better know. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Number six. What is the headline of the Book of Shadows entry that Leo wrote for his sons? Oh, um, um, tips to tips to something a while later. Tips. You say it every episode. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I can't remember the exact like tips to train a white later. Tips to tell a white later. It's, it's, tips, it's, it's, and it's, it's a white later. It's four words. <laughs> it's four words. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Kevin. <laughs> Chips for future white lighters. White lighters. I just remember you, the future you got, part. No, I you got, you got tips. You got tips and white lighters. That's what you that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah. I was just in my mind, I was like, oh okay. wait, future white lighter. But, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But you had you had that two. You kept saying two, which was throwing you off. I know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number seven. In a night to remember. What impressive act did Leo perform that Piper thought was very sexy? Kind of lingus. <laughs> that is one of the options of multiple choice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to read you the multiple choice? Okay. <laughs> A. Confronted the evil enchantress. B. Opened the portal to the dark ages. C. Sword fought with the guard. Or D. That tongue thing. <laughs> Uh, did he open the portal? <laughs> no! Damn it. Was it the tongue thing? <laughs> no, it wasn't that tongue thing. That's, that's Mushu. Um, <laughs> it was sword fought with the guard. Okay. Do you remember? He's doing the whole sword fight thing, and she's like, Leo, I gotta say, I find the side of you very sexy. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, Paige actually opened the portal with a spell she wrote, which was actually a very good spell. She re she um, reinvented the uh, print bring together my prince and me spell. All right, Thanks. yes. Last one. What year did Leo die in before becoming a white lighter? Ugh, I'm not gonna know that. What are my choices? 1939, 1940, 1941. 1942. 1941. Oh, nope. <laughs> it's 1942, the last one. That was like the, le the last of my guesses. <laughs> okay. Well, what a clever game. You've taught us more about Leo and made us remember his life. <laughs> I did. See, that was my point. Because, you know, you gotta you got to show the love. For the people, because we're not going to have have many opportunities to see him anymore. Uh, yeah, if at all. I know. I mean, we'll probably hear two people talk about him, but you know, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. Tears. So you got. Let's Tears. see. One, two, three, four. Four. Four out of eight. Correct. Oh, good. I got an F. <laughs> <laughs> Half. There you go. 
but yes, that was nice. <laughs> so the next episode is Mr. and Mrs. Witch. Mr. and okay, Mrs. I, Witch. I have a dream theory, I'll call it, because I don't know that the show would go here, but I really want it to. Here's what I want, Kevin. Okay. We have established that Henry is an orphan, so he doesn't know about his family. He's being kind of weird and secretive, so I really want Mr. and Mrs. Witch to be Paige and Henry. I want him to be like a magic user and totally understand where Paige is coming from. I think that would be amazing. Oh my gosh, that would be super fun. Is that really cute? Oh my god. We'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not telling you anything. Yeah. I just I really like Henry. I want I want Henry Henrage. <laughs> I want, oh. I want them to work. <laughs> Henrage. I'm a, I've got a Henraging boner for you. Yes. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Either that or I just picture somebody's like beating up a chicken. Henrage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you ever tried to catch all those chickens in Zelda? Oh, my gosh. It was annoying. Oh. <laughs> and then they go, like, if you hit one of them, eventually they all, like, come and attack you. Like, they're yeah. brutal. <laughs> so I can totally get that Henrage. <laughs> Henrage. <laughs> Kevin. Sean. Where can the people find you? Oh, okay, yes. Well, you can find me at Words of the Witches. Actually, I recorded another bonus episode that comes out. By the time this comes out, it will be out. And it is about, uh, I have a conversation with somebody who visited the Charmed set in 2005 when he was 15 years old. And he tells all of his stories about visiting the Charmed set. Um, it's wonderful. So I'm, I have, you can listen to that. I'm going to post pictures he sent me from the set. Uh, and there's going to be a YouTube video. You can watch that uh, of us talking and stuff. So very cool. So check that out. Words of the Witches pretty much everywhere. Uh, or KGZ87. <laughs> Did you tell him he didn't deserve to go to the set and that it was meant for you to go and that <laughs> you're hand raging at him? I did not, but I did tell him the story about the Make-A-Wish kids that I hated, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this week on Once Upon a Cult, I know Kevin gets on me for it not being the happiest show. <laughs> this episode, though, we had... The time of our lives. We try to, like, if it's going to be a not-so-happy episode, we try to follow up with something a little lighter, and we did Flat Earthers, and we had a lot of fun. I'm okay. just going to say that. <laughs> Flat excited. Earthers give me a lot of enjoyment. <laughs> I'm excited to listen. I'm going to be laughing a lot, so that's, that'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's out this week, and then you could find uh, either one of us actually on threadless.com at yeah. magichavoc.threadless or what's yours? Words of the witches at threadless.com. Boom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, be back here next week for Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and we'll see how uh, incredibly <laughs> correct Smith. or incorrect I am. <laughs> you said Smith. Oh, I did say Smith. Smith, witch, witch. <laughs> Although that might be a Mr. clue. Mrs. Witch. That might be a clue about the episode. Just saying. Uh, oh yes <laughs> cool then thank you for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday see you next Tuesday cunts <laughs> cunts <laughs> <laughs>